Hello, friends. It's Becca P. Strelly here, making a surprise visit on your podcast feed to let you know that no, I'm not back. The podcast is not back yet, although I have been missing it. Um, but to give you a little update on me and a few upcoming things that are happening. So happy autumn for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. Happy spring to those of you in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, I am landing here in my new home, uh, Mohican land here in the upper Hudson Valley of New York on the East Coast uh, and spending some much needed time over the summer and this early autumn time to prepare to purge, which was a whole experience for me around judgment of my own consumerism, eco grief, and frankly, dread, um, a real sense of like, oh my gosh, why do we have all this stuff? Oh my gosh, we can't help but have stuff. Oh my gosh, I have a three-year-old. You can't escape the stuff. Oh my gosh, I'm not a minimalist. I like stuff. <laughs> and just navigating all of that that comes up with moving. And then also the simultaneous excitement of, you know, making a dream a reality and following just like this deep, deep compulsion, heart pull, like spirit-led journey, migration that Tim and I have both had to leave California and head east, while also really, really allowing for the grief, the grief of leaving a place we love. We're not leaving because we hate it. In fact, we love it. We, we love California so much. And also, it was time for us to go in that moment of our lives, in this moment of our lives. So um, I needed space and still do to, yeah, what a radical thing to give ourselves space for the major transitions of our lives. My acupuncturist was like praising me for the care I was giving myself. And I was like, well, I could really use some more. And she was saying that she often sees a lot of people who didn't give major life transitions, particularly moves, like big moves, enough space and for grief, for tending, for care, and that um, they come in really ill with like mysterious illnesses. And I thought, okay, with my like rite of passage, life transition hat on, I thought, well, right, it's as important, you know, like people say like, uh, if you don't listen to your body, it'll make you listen. And often that comes in the form of like overworking or pushing our bodies. I know burnout for me, work burnout, overworking, being a workaholic and wearing that as a badge of honor was one of the ways in which I really understood how much care we need as human animal beings. Um, and that care doesn't include just like sleeping and eating and water. It also includes community connection and spaces for witnessing and honoring of massive life transitions. And, and so I'm learning that again in a deeper way, having only moved from town to town in one, you know, similar geographic area to now moving from one coast to the other, seeing how much space 
some, you know, not all of us can give a lot of space to these kinds of moves because, you know, you got to get back to work. And for me, I could give it space. It, it, it's been edgy. It's been hard. I've had to face my, my beliefs around that. Um, and so that is what, that is a little update on what has been happening for me and still happening for me. Um, and what's also been happening for me is I've been in deep preparation for offering my course circle craft again this autumn or this October, November and early part of December may not be autumn for you. Um, but autumn from the lands from where I will teach it. And this is something that is so energy giving to me. So just like the life force moves through me um, to be of service, to be in a place of teaching, to be in a place of space holding for people who are space holders, are caretakers, are village tenders, um, are craving community in a deeper way, are craving circles or maybe don't even really understand what that term circle means, but feel like, okay, I have a magnetic pull towards understanding ways of tending and holding sacred space um, in the place where you live, whether it's for your work, for your business, or for your community, or for both. I often find those of us that do it for work or business find that there's also a very real need to have spaces in our community. When you become a parent, when you go through massive life transition, when there's a similar affinity um, or, or interest, these spaces are needed and these spaces are innate. These spaces are ancient in the way that we crave for them. So Circle Craft is a guided journey to bring your circle from idea to reality. It's a six-week online group experience so you can join from anywhere in the world um, and it's six I actually think I'm it's seven weeks because we're giving it an um, integration week I learned from the first time I did it that the group would love a week to integrate to rest to take all that they've learned and move it into action um, so we begin on October 16th each week I share a lesson in video format so you can watch it anytime. I have journaling prompts. I have worksheets. I have playlists. I have checklists. I have really cool master classes where I'm talking to my fellow space holders like Stevie Greenwell, who teaches about singing in circle and Sarah Wildman, who teaches about navigating interpersonal conflict, which inevitably becomes a thing in circle. So I have so much to share with you. And then we have our live calls on Sundays for us who are parents or working. We'll have them on Sunday afternoons or evenings, depending on where you are. Um, in the world. So in Circle Craft, you'll learn the art of tending a circle so you can stop wishing you had one and asking where the circles are and start being in one. So together we'll explore the matriarchal principles of relationship, nurturance, and equality and learn the skills we need to cultivate and hold circles. So by the end of your time in Circle Craft, you'll feel empowered to host your very own circle and I know that may feel like a leap or perhaps, perhaps you are hosting circles right now, but you're feeling like you want to refine your skills or the, the container might feel leaky or you might have had 
a gnarly hard experience that made you feel like, ah, oh, I want to hide, I want to run, I don't want to do it anymore. Or maybe you're hosting circles and you're so tired of feeling like there's no reciprocity. Like, are you getting your needs met? You're just caretaking another space. These are things we're going to talk about and we're going to practice doing it imperfectly because circling is an imperfect, beautiful practice that, in my belief, inspired by Jean Shinoda Bolin, who wrote The Millionth Circle, a wonderful Jungian analyst, that we're all working towards the millionth circle, that when there are a million women's circles on earth, we'll move into the post-patriarchal era. So that's my North Star. And that's what I want to encourage us to do is get in the practice of circling. Because I yearn for a world where we all gather together at our kitchen tables or in front of our hearths to do once more what our ancestors have always done to circle. So if you want to check out the circle craft thing, um, the, the enrollment closes on October 13th and we begin on October 16th. You can head to beccapiastrelli.com slash circle dash craft, or you could probably Google Becca Piastrelli circle craft and find it that way. Or hit me up on Instagram if you're following me there. Um, and I probably have a link in bio knowing me. Um, so I ho do hope you'll join us in circle craft and I miss ya. Thanks for the space. Thank you to myself for giving myself the space. Thank you for you. I've heard from so many folks in deep understanding about the space that transitions require. And I will see ya when I see ya. Lots of love.